Catalyst has been going on for nine plus years. And there's a specific mandate that God has on this service. And he said, this is supposed to be like a teaching hospital. Not just a place where people are healed, but a place where people are taught how to heal. Catalyst is not just a place of the supernatural, but it's a place where God's mandated us to teach people about the supernatural. And one of the things about the supernatural power of God is you can't rush him. The problem is all of us are busy and all of us, you thinking about, you got to stop on the way home at a gas station, grab some milk because there ain't no milk and I got to do this and I got to do that. And we got to learn sometimes how to sit in his presence because 15 minutes of silence in his presence could download a business idea in your heart that'll make you $10 million. Could put a word of forgiveness in your heart that can mend a relationship that's been broken for a decade. Like you, you get more done waiting on the Lord than running in your own strength. But 12 o'clock is coming. So John chapter 1 verse 43. says the following day Jesus went, wanted to go to Galilee. And he found Philip, somebody say Philip, and said to him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, not Bethesda, but Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Somebody say, Jesus found Philip, and Philip found Nathaniel. Can I preach for a second? Found people, find people. How do I know if I've been found by God? Are you finding anybody else? There's too many Christians that are showing up to church every Sunday by themselves. And if you've been in church by yourself for 12 months straight, I'm wondering, were you ever really found? Because found people can't keep it to themselves. Found people can't help but tell anybody. Quick question, just a dumb and not. Anybody told you about the new Spider-Man movie? Loved it, hate it, dumb, great. I'm not watching it. I'm over all of them. I don't do part 29. I don't got time for this. There's something about when people enjoy something, they tell people. There's something about when people hate something, they tell people. When something's impacted you, you don't keep it to yourself. You're going to tell somebody. Found people, find people. Delivered people, deliver people. Heal people, heal people. Nathaniel found, um, Philip found Nathaniel and said to him, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote. It's Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathaniel said to him, can anything good come out of Pittsburgh? I mean, Naz Nazareth, 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 sorry. Sorry, oh, it's, it's 11.36. I'm not used to preaching this late. I'm just, Love you, Pittsburgh. Not really. Shoot! Wow. Pastor Kels is from Pittsburgh. I love y'all. I just don't love Pittsburgh. All right. I've never had Pittsburgh in a billion miles. I do it every Sunday, but okay, watch my back, y'all. Make sure you don't jump me. Nathaniel said, can anything good come out of Pittsburgh? Phil I mean, Nazareth. Philip said to him, come and see. Oh, this, this text is so rich. I don't have time to preach it. But let me just give you this. God never called you to argue somebody into the kingdom of God. 
God doesn't need you to stand up for him. He can stand up for himself. All God needs you to do is say, come see a man who told me all about myself and transformed. Is God real? I don't know about all that. Here's what I know. Once I was blind, now I can see. Once I was depressed, and now I'm full of joy. Once I was anxious, and now I have hope. You come see for yourself. So come and see. So Nathanael went to see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming towards him and said, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to Jesus, You don't know me. <laughs> Jesus answered and said, Know you? Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered and said, are you impressed that I say I saw you this morning? Most surely I say to you hereafter, you, you want to be impressed? Oh, I'm going to show you heaven open. Oh, you're going to see angels ascending and descending upon the son of man. Father God, speak to us. Take this 17 minutes and make it feel like 45. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. New Year's Eve service is often known as the prophetic service. It's the service you come to get a, a prophetic word from the Lord. But then a 2020 hit. And not one prophet prophesied a pandemic. You know, when you miss like that, you take a few years off. You're just like, you know... I'm going to just take this one easy. But I do have a prophetic word from the Lord for you. It, it, it's funny. Anybody who's been sitting in my ministry for years, you'll know I'm not the pastor that has a word for every year. It, it's not 2020. You know, 2011 is the year of, you know, destiny. And 2012 is, is the year of government. And 2013, no, like, it's just not how God's spoken to me. If he gives me a word, I'll tell you all the word. If he don't give me the word, I'll be like, it's the year of God. He's good. Listen, it's like being in children's church back in the day. You can't miss with Jesus or God. Who, who, who built the ark? God? Wait, wasn't that Noah? But technically, Noah couldn't do it without God, so. But God did give me a word for this coming year, 2022. I digress. You ever seen a movie that you've seen before and it's an amazing movie but it just couldn't keep your attention because you've seen it before there's something about seeing something for the first time that the suspense is palatable you're just like oh my gosh is he gonna live to the end I don't think so the way he walking off into the woods like he don't watch movies I don't understand why these actors keep on going off in the woods by themselves don't you know, like, you don't live to the end when you walk off into the swamp by yourself. But you're, you're like, what's, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? But once you've seen it, it's just like I've seen it. You, you're on Instagram posting. You're finishing up work. It's on, but it's kind of like background noise because you know how it's going to end. You ever watched a movie that you've seen before with someone who's never seen it? And you just have this lopsided emotion in the moment. They have all the excitement and suspense of what's going to happen. And you like been there, done that, watched the t-shirt. 
What's going to happen? Are they going to live to the end? No, they're about to die in three minutes. Oh, don't tell me. But there's this angst of I've never seen it and I don't know what's about to happen. And on the other side of the couch, there's a, oh, this is the good part. Watch this, watch this. Right in the head. You saw that? Man, you can tell what kind of movies I watch. If 2022 was a movie, it'd be a movie that your savior had already seen. If 2022 was a movie, it would be a movie that Jesus had seen five times. And as he's watching the movie with you, and this business that you just launched three months ago, and you're like, am I going to have enough to pay my employees? And God is like, you're going to hire seven more before the end of the year. You're like, is this going to work out? Is this relationship ever going to be mended? Nah, I'll let it go now. (laughs) We're walking with the one that has seen the end of the thing before it even starts. In this passage, we find Nathaniel, also known as Bartholomew. He's walking up to Jesus and in a crowd just like, you got to understand how awkward this moment was. I'm, I'm sorry. I need a gentleman in the back of the room just to stand up. Just one. Please don't be rebellious. Somebody help me out. Okay, no. Oh, come on, man of God. Both of y'all stand. Thank you. I see a man. You didn't have to sit down, but I see you too. (laughs) Full of faith, full of courage, with the favor of God on his life. That God's going to open doors that no one can shut. God's going to shut doors that look good, but they're not what he has for you because he has something better for you. God bless you. You can sit down and there's favor on your life. When something like that happens... Couple hundred people are like, just like that. Jesus said, Nathaniel, a true Israelite and a man in which there is no deceit. Sometimes the things of God are awkward. And if you're a little hood and you're not quite sure what to do with awkward, sometimes you don't respond properly. That's what happened to Nathaniel. He said, you don't know me. <laughs> Could you imagine if someone tried to prophesy past the word of the Lord? You, you don't got no word for me. <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> Who brought this guy to church? <laughs> the you said, you don't know me. Jesus said, I don't know you. Are you joking? He said, I knew what you ate for breakfast this morning before you decided to eat it. He said, I saw you when you were under the fig tree. Watch this. Before Philip called you. He said, I saw you when you were an alcoholic. And I saw you being a preacher. I saw you when you were shacking. And I saw you as a godly father raising godly kids in a blessed home. 
I saw you when you were signing those bankruptcy papers. And I saw you worth millions taking care of other people's. He said, I saw you before you saw you. And in that moment when Nathaniel realized that God saw something in him that nobody else did, he said, you must be the son of God. I give everything that I have to you. Here's the word that God gave me. The 2022 will be the year of purpose. What does that mean? That means that we're getting ready to walk into a year where you are going to recognize, acknowledge, and accept the unique call of God on your life and walk in a confidence and a boldness and in an assertiveness and an unapologetic nature where you are finally going to make the decision, I am done fitting into the mold that somebody else made for me. I am going to be who God called me to be, and I'm going to walk the way he's called me to walk. By the way, that's the only place where favor, anointing, blessings, and miracles come. You know the Bible. You can preach it to yourself. David versus Goliath. They said, well, you're in over your head, but at least put on Saul's armor. David said, if I'm going to see a miracle, I'm going to see it as me, not as who I pretend to be. He said, if I'm going to die, I'm not going to die a counterfeit. I'm going to die an authentic creation by God. 2020, Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 says this, I knew you before you were formed within your mother's womb. Before you were born, I sanctified you and appointed you as my spokesman to the world. Somebody say, there's purpose on your life. Come on, prophesy to the person next to you. Tell them there's purpose on your life. Come on, they ain't really feeling it because they don't think I'm going to end at 12 o'clock. Look at the other person. Tell them there's purpose on your life. Don't miss this revelation. There is purpose. Can I tell you what purpose is like? Purpose is like putting your money in a bank. You didn't give the money to the bank for them to take it and keep it. You gave them to hold it, and you come back expecting to get it out when you need it. God did not put purpose in you for you to keep it. He put purpose in you to steward it, and he will come back and expect to get out of you. There's purpose in your marriage. And God's going to come back and see, is this what I created it for? And by the way, I didn't just create it for your joy and your children. I created it to show the world what the Father's love looks like for his church. There's purpose in your degree. There's purpose in your intellect. There's purpose in the uncanny favor that you have with those of influence. Everything in your life, there's a kingdom purpose on it, and God is expecting that purpose to produce. The problem is, if I don't know that I have purpose, anything that I don't know the purpose for will be neglected, will be misused, will be overlooked. So some people only look at their job as a place to pay their bills because they don't understand that there's a kingdom purpose to their employment. So when God comes back and he says, did revival break out at Hertz Rental Company? Because you were there, filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. 
You're going to say, I didn't know power or revival could break up at Hertz. Well, is it in you? Because whatever's in you, because found people find people. I don't know if he's going to end it at 12. Can I give you three quick things about purpose? First thing is this. Finding purpose is never obvious. Here's the great thing about purpose. It's of God. It's supernatural. Nobody can steal it from you. Can I tell you the bad thing about purpose? It's not easy to find. It's smack dab in front of your face. God hides purpose. Why? Because people who have purpose without power self-destruct. And he said, I want to make sure you have my power before you find my purpose. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 2. It is the pleasure of God to conceal a matter. It's the pleasure of kings. I'm going to get in trouble. You know those type of people like, what's up, my queen? What's up, king? Come on, where's my Peloton crowd at? Come on, we're going to polish our crowns tonight. Well, here's what the Bible says. The Bible says if you're a king or a queen, you find joy unearthing the purpose that God has hidden inside of you. Purpose is not obvious. Because purpose is not obvious, I got to search it out. Matthew chapter 7, verse 13. Enter by the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to a purposeless life. And there are many who go in by it because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. And there are few who find it. 2022 is the year where the church stops trying to look like the world. Twenty twenty two is the year where the church stops caring if the world agrees with our morals and our ethics and the way that we raise our kids and the way that we define marriage and the day that what we call holiness or not. It's the time where we decide we're actually set apart. We're actually called out by God not to fit in, but to walk in authority. You don't walk in purpose trying to mimic somebody else's life. And I understand the principle of best practices. It's a business thought. Find out how somebody else made money and do what they did. There's wisdom in that. But here's where you miss. It's not copy what they did. It's learn the principles that they use and apply it to your calling and your gifting and your anointing. 2022 is the year that if you're going to walk in the purpose that God has for you, you are going to have to make a decision. I'm not going to allow distractions to get me off track. Because it's hard enough to figure out what God's called for my life for me to have to worry about all these other things that are going on. 2022 is the year that if you are going to stay locked in on purpose, you have to stop losing your mind every time crisis hits. On the narrow road, there's warfare. And it's so narrow, you can't go to the left or to the right. You either go back in fear or you go through the warfare. God is looking for people that say, I know I'm called 
So even though the battle rages around me, I know that my victory is guaranteed. The second thing is this. Purpose brings exposure. Purpose brings exposure. Don't call yourself wanting to walk in the call of God for your life and be invisible. Stop saying things like I'm a behind the scenes type of person when he's called you a city on a hill. I'm not, you know, I'm just, I'm just, you mind if I sit here with you? Actually, can we switch? Come on, come up here, come up here. Yeah, there you go. He ain't going at 12. I don't think he's going at 12. You know how annoyed production team is right now? Y'all don't know this. There's a whole production team that makes the service work. It gets it online. They got these little headsets. That while you worshiping and screaming in tongues, they're yelling at each other in the headset. At this moment, they're yelling at each other. You got the shot? You got the shot? I can't get the shot. Where the mobile camera at? We can't find him. We can't see him. Why? Because if you have the mic and you have a word. Why are you trying to fit in? And blend in and be invisible when he said, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb, and I called you to be a spokes. I'm gonna end at 12. I don't care what none of y'all say. If I had time to preach, but you hear me say every time I preach, I would break down the cultural context of how a fig tree was something that only wealthy people had. And it was this huge tree with these large leaves. Picture a tree with a hammock under it. And when Jesus said, Nathaniel, I saw you under the fig tree. He said, Nathaniel, I saw you resting. I saw you covered. I saw you sheltered. And when I called you, you had to come out of a place of rest, out of a place of comfort, to a place where, yes, you were exposed to the sun. And yes, your feet were going to get muddy as you walked through the dirt roads. But here's the thing. There is no such thing as rest and revival at the same time. There is no such thing as comfort and calling. And if you're going to walk in purpose, you have to make a decision that I'm not going to glorify my personal comfort over the call of God on my life. So it may get awkward, but I'm called. It may get uncomfortable, but I'm called. It might get tight at 11.56, but I'm called. Last thing is this, write this down. Purpose reveals who you are. Isaiah 46, 9, and don't forget that many times I clearly told you what was going to happen in the future. For I am God, I only am. There is no one like me. Who can tell you what is going to happen? Everything I say will come to pass. For I'm the one who does it. Nathaniel, here's a man who's a true Israelite, and in them there's no deceit. I believe that when God said it, it wasn't true. 
He said, here's Nathanael in him. There is no deceit. It's not possible that there was no deceit in him because he had not yet put his faith in Jesus. And the Bible says, if you haven't put your faith in Jesus, none is righteous. No, not one. I don't think Jesus was saying who Nathanael is. I think he was saying who he's going to be. Can I say it this way? Nathanael, I see you in the future. And you're a great man of God. Jesus sees who you are December 2022. And he says, you're blessed. He says, you're anointed. He says, you're full of faith. He said, you're the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. Here's my question. In this coming year, are you going to walk according to who he says you are? Or according to who your insecurities say you are? Are you going to walk according to who he says you are? Or according to what your paycheck says you are? This is the year where we have to decide, I accept the call of God on my life instead of what I see. Y'all are getting nervous. They put that damn cluck up there. You don't think I could pray and declare and hit five? Try me. Hop up on your feet. So here's what the Lord said. He said, in 2022, if you make a decision, I am who he says I am. Instead of how I feel I am. Heaven will open in your life. Angels will ascend and descend. And your year will be marked with the miraculous power of God. Repeat after me. Say, I declare and proclaim that 2022 is my year of purpose. At midnight, new favor comes. No more waiting. No more hesitation. This is the year where I take hold of the purpose that God ordained for me before I was even born. This is the year that doors open. This is a year that mountains move. This is the year that my steps are ordered. And this is the year that his kingdom comes and his will is done in my life. If you believe it, somebody shout in this place.